The following podcast is a Sempronto Media production. She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away podcast. One of the things I've realized is that there's so many chemicals in laundry detergent and the soaps out there. So I either make it myself, it's actually pretty easy, or I use my green fills. If you go to ChantelRayWay.com soap, I'll give you my free recipe for laundry soap. Or if you just feel like buying one that's really clean and not filled with tons of chemicals, you can get it there. ChantelRayWay.com soap. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. And we have Zora Benamu, and she's also known as Zora the Explorer. So if you look for her online, you can always put Zora the Explorer and you'll find her. And today our title is Building Your Immune System with Sleep, Great Food, and Fasting. So Zora, welcome. Tell listeners a little bit about yourself before we get started. Oh, hi Chantel, and thank you so much for having me. Um, and hello to your listeners. Um, I am a certified health coach, so I've been working with people for the last 10 years. Uh, now, uh, creating videos on Facebook, so I'm a, I'm a content creator, if you want to say, and my, my passion is aging and longevity. I am a digital nomad now that my kids are out of the house. So every one to four weeks, I move with my husband to a new country to search for all of the secrets to aging and longevity that we find in other cultures and other populations. However, I'm stuck now in Spain in uh, quarantine and lockdown. So we are here indefinitely until we can move again. So you live in Spain? I'm a, a digital nomad is people who have no home. It's a fancy word for a homeless person. So <laughs> it's right so, now, where, no home. Where are you right now? Right now I'm in Spain because okay. we're in lockdown. So you, right now as a digital nomad, digital nomads are people who travel around the world. Um, depends on some people a very short term every week and some people every month and some people every few months. And what it does, it liberates me to continue my research in, into aging and longevity and come with, create new content uh, for me to share with, with my audience. So I have a website called Hack My Age and Instagrams and Facebooks and, and I post these videos there. So right now we're in Spain on lockdown and we're not going anywhere anytime soon. Got it. All right, so let's start by talking about some top tips for great sleep. And I'd like you to give me as many as you can. I just talked to, we just had a show that we just did and someone gave us a good advice. And I thought, she said, you know, sleep is really important right now. And right now with everything going on with COVID-19, a good tip is just to allow yourself right now to just sleep to when your alarm wakes up. If you're at home, you can just, that way your body is naturally waking up without actually setting the alarm. So what are your, what are your thoughts on that? And give us your other tips on good sleep. Absolutely. I have to say, if there's one thing you want to do to boost your immune system, it's sleep, getting quality and quantity of sleep. There's enough research out there, there are enough studies that prove that our immune system is compromised when we have less than six hours of sleep or enough um, 
or a, a disrupted sleep. I don't want to scare all the insomniacs because time that just makes the problem even worse, but our immune system is definitely compromised. So we need to make sure that we get enough sleep. And very often with my clients in the past, who are trying to lose weight, uh, where I just couldn't budge them anymore after changing the diet and exercise, we figured out, well, why don't we sleep a little bit more because that also promotes weight loss. But for the immunity, it's, it's critical that we shut down our phones and our computers an hour at least before bedtime to be able to produce the melatonin, to be able to prepare our bodies for sleep and then be able to sleep through the night. Yeah, I think I saw an article on your website that I really liked, and it was just talking about, you know, an excellent way to combat stress and tension and to get better sleep is to really stretch. Can you talk a little bit about kind of why it is really important to kind of stretch? I think a lot of people are probably like, maybe they used to do Pilates or they used to do yoga classes. Now they're not really able to do those at a gym. But how important is it for them to start incorporating some things and how does that improve your sleep by doing those stretches? Oh, so, okay. The stress and sleep go hand in hand, I have to say. It's really hard to sleep if you're stressed out. So very often want to figure out what are those, how to manage stress. So stress is, um, the second pillar of, I have five pillars of longevity that I, I promote. The first one is sleep and the second one is stress management. So when, you're, when you do stretching exercises, or Pilates or some low uh, intensity exercises for your body, then you are able to start relaxing the muscles. Because if you try to go to bed with tense muscles like this, <laughs> you just, you can't uh, get to sleep. And usually it's probably because you're thinking about something, something in your head is, I got to do this tomorrow, I got to do that today, and I got to did, did this and gotta, 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 and you're not able to fall asleep. So very important when you do stretch or yoga or some gentle Pilates, then you're able to relax the muscles. And then that also helps with the signaling to the brain that it's, it's time to slow down and shut down and get ready for a good night's sleep. Mm. Awesome. Okay. So what else, what else can people do to give us your top tips for sleeping? Oh, top tips for sleeping. Okay. So very, very often it's shutting down the computer, the telephone. I'm just as guilty. This is really, really hard to do, especially now when you're trying to stay in touch with family or you're trying to read up the latest COVID-19 articles, um, what you can do to protect yourself. So please try to make that time for that that you need, but don't do it just before bedtime. So one hour before you go to bed, shut down your phone, shut down your computer. There's all this blue light that also em um, that emits from the computer, which is a signal to your brain to actually stay awake. So we, we need blue light. Blue light is good from the sun, uh, for example, but we need them at the right time. So getting that, shutting down that blue light at night is super important so that your melatonin can start producing in the body and prepare it for sleep because melatonin is a hormone that helps you sleep. The other thing that is um, uh, very, very helpful is to make your room as dark as possible. <laughs> uh, how's your room? Is it dark when you go to bed? Yeah, it is. 
Yeah. So even sometimes, have you ever noticed that on the, say, the air conditioning or on a, um, a VCR or if you have a humidifier, there's those little blue lights or little red light that, that tells you it's on. And that can also disrupt sleep because even though our eyes are closed, our skin has have receptors so that we, it still senses some of that light. Some of us are pretty fine with that, with those little, little lights, but if you're very sensitive and hard to sleep, then you may want to take a little bit of black tape and tape those bits, especially if you travel a lot like me in your hotel room and you have this, this big, say, digital clocks i put those away i put black tape on all the little little uh, uh air conditionings and everything so that's another great tip um alcohol i have to say it it may help some people fall asleep but it can also wake you up in the middle of the night um and that just that's very disruptive for your sleep so if you're an alcohol drinker um try to keep it um as early in the day as possible and not too close to to evening time when you're supposed to sleep um yeah there's so many i've got like 100 tips so you can stop me anytime <laughs> give, us two, is, give is us two more very, give us two more Few more. Okay, so um, leaving three hours before after you eat and before you go to sleep, you're you're passionate about fasting, right? Yes. Yourself, I think you like the more the topic. So it's a little bit about say a fast. Okay, you want to start your fast because going to bed is actually just sleeping is fasting. Uh, you want that about three hours before you go to bed. So means if you finish your meal at say eight o'clock, then 11 o'clock, you're going to bed. Okay. And it doesn't mean, oh, now that I ate at 10, I'm going to go, you know, go to bed at one. <laughs> we want to make sure we get to sleep. So it's best to leave three hours before you go to bed because your body, when you have food in there and then you, you, you eat and then you go lie down, your body is, can't, Re you get into repair mode of other things because it's got to deal with digestion. So it's got to digest all that food. So if you eat a ton, then of course you're uncomfortable and it's hard to fall asleep. But even if, if you um, are eating just a normal amount, your body still needs to do that. So imagine these little guys working on your body while you sleep, because this is what happens when you sleep. You regenerate your body. Your cells are being turned over and your body gets to work and all the damage that's been done throughout the day. It's got to put down those tools and say, oh my gosh, we got to go and deal with digestion now. So we can't even do that work because it has to deal with digestion. So um, uh, try to leave around three hours before you go to bed. Um, and uh, let's see, the, the last tip, I think I'm going to just want to give you a good one. Um, uh, oh, <laughs> no negative conversations before you go to bed. Okay, I don't know if your mom calls you and you're in a big fight, <laughs> don't pick up the phone, um, don't have arguments with people, or don't, uh, yeah, this, this negativity can, what happens when you go to sleep, you start to think, you're finally, you're laying down and you have time to think what happened to the day or what, what that person told you and, and how you're going to deal with it tomorrow. So uh, not having these, these negative people in your life right before you go to bed is super important. And, and the last one, I know this, this is a three, but it's, it's, it's so cliche, but it, it's cliche because it really works and that's meditation. So um, getting a meditation practice is, is 
is vital, I think, to falling asleep really, really well. Have you ever done a, a meditation class in a group of people? I have once, yeah. Did you fall asleep? <laughs> Did you feel <laughs> like falling asleep? You feel like wanting to, yeah, definitely. Your head kind of nods off and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm probably not supposed to do that. But that's a great sign if you're really supposed to go to bed, right? So I think um, getting, it doesn't matter how long it is. For me, meditation is vital. I don't care if my clients do it for five minutes or half an hour or an hour, as long as they're consistent. And I think building that practice, being consistent is, is super important. So they're my my top tips for, for getting good sleep to boost your immune system. I don't know about you guys, but I've been doing a ton of cooking lately and I've been having so many new recipes. Go to ChantelRayWay.com slash free recipes to get the best kale dressing recipe you'll ever have, the dairy-free artichoke dip that you will love for completely free. I also want to give you my entire free smoothie book that has the best smoothies. One of the things that can help you lose weight is just to replace one of your meals with an amazing smoothie. So if you're eating two meals, just make one of them a smoothie. You can get my free amazing recipe book at chantelrayway.com slash free recipe. And our protein shakes are amazing as well. And right now they're 30% off. Go to chantelrayway.com, click on store and use podcast for the 30% off your protein shake. Now I know that you did, let's talk about fasting a little bit. I know that you've tried the fasting mimicking diet. Tell listeners a little bit about your experience with it and how have you felt? So the fasting mimicking diet, um, I hate diets and diets don't work, right? This is not uh, something that you want to do for weight loss. I'm curious about it because it was created by Dr. Walter Longo, who is a prominent scientist in the world of longevity and aging. And he created it uh, mostly for medical patients because he found out in his studies, uh, mostly through rodents, um, that that their toes shrank or they are blood pressure went down or things amazing things they were living longer uh when they were in a fasted state but it's very difficult to tell a patient who's sick to stop eating most people are not compliant many doctors don't even want to go there so he created this uh diet of five days where you fast and you get the benefits of fasting but you have food, which makes it so much easier and people are much more compliant because fasting, well, we found out through the research in general, not only his research, fasting um, can boost your, your, your mental, uh, mental health, okay? You have, your mental decline is, is, is slowing down. Your brain function is better. You have more clarity. Um, we know that it can lower um, heart disease risk and diabetes. It can lower your cholesterol. It burns fat into the fat burning mode. Um, it creates autophagy. Do you know what autophagy is? Yes. So, so your listeners may not know what it is. Do you want to explain or do you want me to? Sure. No, I can. Basically, autophagy is the body's way of cleansing out your damaged cells so that you can just regenerate newer, healthier cells. And so autophagy, the word auto means self, the word phagy means to eat. So literally the body, literally it, it means self-eating. And so what happens is, is when you're fasting, you are just 
you're basically removing unnecessary junk in your body and it's eating away some of those cells and you're regenerating newer, healthier cells. And that's why <clears throat> fasting is so powerful. Yes, absolutely. You've got it spot on. <laughs> so yes, we want to, so when we're thinking of rejuvenating, imagine, yeah, you're, you're, you have some damage in your body and that's how we, we need to, to get healthier. It also um, lowers inflammation in the body um, and it can um, uh, just generally slow aging. So this is my interest for me to try it out personally was, was the autophagy, uh, the slowing aging, and the most important can boost the immune system. So uh, this is fantastic uh, news and it's, and it's a very interesting way to uh, solve all of these issues. So I think the fasting mimicking diet is, so everybody has a different reason why they can do it. And he's, he's created this. So I only wish that I could have taken a blood test before and a blood test after, or sort of measure it. So if, if, um, you wanted to try fasting mimicking diet, um, you can either, there's a package that he sells, uh, and, or you can Google it and, and, create your own fasting and making diet. The only thing is that I think if, um, if you're fasting mimicking, my experience right now on day four, okay, I'm, I'm still in the middle, I'm kind of in the, just towards the end of it. So it's a five day fast, okay? So, um, and it, what it is generally is calorie restriction, but it's calorie restriction to have the benefits of fasting with food and you get and you get enough nutrients. So the way that Dr. Longo has created this is through um, enough nutrients, macronutrients, micronutrients, as well as uh, the correct proportion of fats, carbohydrates, and, um, and uh, fats, carbohydrates, and proteins. So I, I, if you're there for a medical condition, one, I would, I would tend to trust the science that went behind this and know this is exactly. If you're there to do this just for some weight loss or jumpstart some um, uh, healthy eating or healthy habits, I would rather go and just kind of Google it because I think you can get a lot of these benefits with just the just changing the amount of food that you're eating as well as the, the, the proportions. You're not really there for exactly the, the autophagy and all that. And you, I believe you really will get a lot of benefits anyways. Um, so it really depends if you have a medical condition or not. The other thing is that having this package to you makes it a lot easier. Like you don't have to think about what I'm going to eat and what I'm going to eat and is it enough and is the ratios right? And if you're not a nutritionist or if you don't know a whole lot about, um, foods, then you may feel safer with a package. Awesome. So, yeah. So one of the things I love that's on your site is you've got this anti-aging smoothing recipes. And so it just talks about the most nutrient dense smoothies and they're also youth preserving and they've got superfoods in it. So let's talk a little bit about those, those smoothies and how much protein do you feel like someone really should be having in a day? And what are your favorite superfoods? And which is your favorite smoothie on that list? Oh my gosh, that's such a heavy question. How much protein do we need? It depends on your goals. 
um, and it depends on your lifestyle. And it, you know, for, for aging and longevity, high protein diets are not a really good thing. It triggers IGF, the growth hormone. So um, you generally, if you were to have a, a tumor or something, you certainly do not want that to grow. However, if you're an athlete and you're looking to build muscle, well, then we do need a lot more protein. If you're looking to burn fat, well, then maybe you want to get a little bit more protein. It's such a debatable thing. Um, and I have to say, you just have to, I would say, work with a health coach or a nutritionist, or you can Google this stuff online, try to figure out how much you need. But generally speaking, I would recommend about um, one gram of protein per pound of body weight, just that's really general. Um, and so if you're 150 pounds and you want to go 150 grams of protein more or less, it's between half, it'd say somewhere between half a gram and one gram. Like if you're very athletic, you want to go closer to one gram. If you're sedentary, you may want to go with closer to, to half a gram. So in my, my I created these anti-aging smoothies because I found out, I work with women, usually mostly over 40, who want to lose weight. That's general goal. So I found out that they, they, they were very active, work, working out like crazy, but not getting a whole lot of protein. And so uh, for them, I created these, these smoothies that have, the, the recipe has a moderate amount of protein. Obviously, you'd have to put more if you, if you are more athletic. But I also found I created these recipes that are quite that are a bit lower in fat and lower in carb than the normal smoothies that I was finding online because what was happening, um, well, some of my clients were following these smoothies that are that are wonderful, but they're meal replacements. But they weren't using them as meal replacements; they were using them almost like a snack. And so I don't know if you've ever been to, I have to say, a Whole Foods, for example. There are smoothies there that are like 700 calories. And I'm uh, not a calorie counter, but there's a moment where you think, okay, well, if it's getting excessive, then we're, the body is going to hold on to this fat, even if it's avocados and chia seeds and flax seeds, and nuts and almonds and, and all these great things for you. But uh, they were a little bit too calorie dense for my clients. So mine were more created for those type of people who wanted nutrient dense smoothies, but without... Uh, not so heavy. And so in my meal planner, I want every, I wanted everybody generally to have a smoothie every single day, but as a snack or something in between real food, because I'm, I'm a fan of protein powders and all that, but I think it's not, it's, it's just used to get more nutrient dense foods in you. So when you create a smoothie, I put a ton of veg in there, a little bit of fruit, and then some superfoods. So all the, the smoothies that we have are would have things like spirulina or a bit of turmeric in there, ginger, um, cinnamon, and all these little foods that will lower inflammation, that will um, control blood sugar levels, or that would help burn fat and get enough protein in there. So my personal favorite is the, um, the green smoothie because I'm just a big fan of getting enough greens in there and a fiber for digestion. And when you, and you probably know this already is that 70% um, of your immune system is held in the gut, right? So we want our gut to be very, very healthy. And so when we 
put all these nutrient dense foods from a say a smoothie or or any other greens it really changes the gut microbiota and that helps keep our immune system really really strong so if you, if you're listening to this and you not a fan of vegetables or uh then you having a smoothie would be a really great way to get nutrient dense foods in you if you have to add some fruit in there that's fine or anything to sweeten it um that is that wouldn't raise your insulin levels too high then i would really recommend having one of those a day almost like your vitamin shots awesome do you have a smoothie you i saw you had a great video on my website as well that I love. I just, I, I'm, I'm big on smoothies being a meal replacement. I'm not big on smoothies being just like a snack. So when I have a smoothie, I'm having either that smoothie and then maybe like a small little side salad or something like that. Like if I'm going to mm -hmm. have it with it, but otherwise I'm just having that smoothie for my lunch and then that's it. And then maybe I want to have a bigger dinner that night, but I'll tell you a funny story. My, my stepdad, uh, he was, he just always struggled with his weight. And one time he was like, well, I tried slim fast. He's like, and I gained weight. And we were like, what, how did you do slim fast? He's like, I took one shake in the morning with my breakfast, one shake in the afternoon with my lunch. And we're like, no, you're supposed to have just the shake, not have that. And he honestly believed that he was like, that that was like a magic shake that you just have it with your breakfast. And then when you do it, and we were like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? And we could never tell if he was joking. Like we were like, are you joking or are you serious? Because he was a sharp guy. And we're like, you really, are you being, you know, for real right now? But anyway, but that's what I think happens is like you said, these smoothies can be 500, 700 calories without a blink of an eye. And now you're thinking, okay, I'm having this. So I really, I use smoothies. I like them, but I only use them as a meal replacement or I'm having that smoothie as my main meal and a small little salad. And that's going to be my lunch. So I think good that's good idea. advice. What goes in your smoothie? Oh, I have most of my smoothies, like for me, if I'm going to have a smoothie, it's going to have at least three cups of kale. I'm a big kale person. Um, but if I'm going to make a smoothie, there's, in my opinion, I'm not going to have a smoothie that has all this fruit in it because if you, if I want the fruit, just eat the fruit. Now my smoothies have fruit in it. So it has a little bit of fruit and, and the ones that I put in my book, I put less fruit than I actually do in that, that book because most people like things sweeter and I like things really green. So I just, if you're listening and you want to download my book, I just do less. I probably do about half the amount of fruit that I have in the book to do. But if you want it to taste really, really great, you know, obviously the ones I made are just yeah. really, really good tasting. So, but yeah, if, if I'm not having at least three cups of kale, I'm not having a smoothie. It's just no point for me. Cause again, like I'm, I'm going to have my, if I want spinach, I'm going to just saute it if I want, but I do, I have an amazing kale uh, dressing recipe. I need to upload that somewhere. I have to send it to you. Every person, even people who don't like kale salad, 
I have this amazing kale dressing that is out of this world. I'll have to send it to you and remind me, I'll put it, I'll try to put it in the show notes for this. Mm, amazing. So, well, amazing. this has been great. Tell listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you. So I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and well, I'm also on, I just started YouTube, um, just reposting my videos there and, um, uh, my website, Hack My Age. So if you can remember Hack My Age or Zora the Explorer, if you Google that, you will find everything. Awesome. Well, you guys stay tuned. We have another episode coming up in just a minute. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.